checking your Bibles, anyone? Good, because this one's going to be a real page turner. Got lots, <laughs> got lots of verses. All right. So, as humans, we're all humans here. We have a bunch of things that we need to deal with. Things like, uh, you know, fear, anger, self-control. What we face worries every day about things like appearances or diseases or why the doctor's regenerating. And that can take up a lot of our time. <laughs> Struggles real, okay. <laughs> but it doesn't feel right, does it? We can tell that, you know, being paralyzed with fear um, or being so angry that it keeps us up at night. We know that that isn't natural for us, right? We all know that? Yeah. Well, God knows it too, because when he made us, he didn't design us to be restricted by sickness or depression. Um, he made us to be free. So what can we do? How can we break these chains? Does anyone want to know? Yeah. Okay, that's good. Um, well, um, God gave us a very simple, easy, easy to use um, key for this, words. You all got that? Write that down. That's very important for this. All right. But not just any words, see? Positive, life-giving, and encouraging words. What you declare of yourself is very crucial and influential to the way you live, no matter how, when, or where you say it. Okay, now I have a story. It's unfortunately true. Um, brace yourselves. It gets kind of weird at the end. All right. <laughs> so there was this girl who was not very nice to me unless she needed something, you know. You know those people? Um, she was in my class a long time ago. So it was kind of difficult to, um, uh, it was difficult to avoid her. Um, but she was always so mean to me for no apparent reason. So, of course, I wasn't really nice to her back. Um, but at the time, I felt like I was cutting her a lot of slack. I, and at night, you know, I would always, always, always tell myself, if she ever hit me, then she'd get it, like, because words aren't really my preferred, um, they're not really, I don't find them effective, and so I figured, like, um, if she hit me, then she'd, like, leave me alone, and she'd um, stop annoying me, and so guess what happened? <laughs> One time, she just hit me, for no apparent reason, it was out of the blue, I wasn't expecting it, and so all I had to go on was instinct. Guess what my instinct told me to do? What I had told it to, what I had set, I put the setting on, what was it? Um, killing her every single night um, when I told myself that I'd hit her. So I hadn't even registered that she'd hit me. I, di I just like felt something and turned and seen her hand pull away. And before I'd fully registered it, I saw my hand going straight for her throat. It was, it was quite surreal. Luckily, she moved out of the way, and I regained self-control. But that is like real proof that what you declare matters. So, you know, don't say things like that. Take it from me. It's not good to find yourself, especially if they don't move away. That would have been really bad. It was in the middle of class. So if you are angry at someone, and if there is someone in your life who just pushes your buttons every single day, like Claire said, pray for them. Declare blessings over their life. Help them and pray for them, their family. Trust me, it'll be hard. It is against our nature, but like Jesus said, do it anyway. Speak healing words over the both of you. 
like you already do love them with God's love, when you do that, it brings you into that place that you're prophesying that you'll be. And you won't be angry anymore. And then you'll find that all your buttons have fallen away and you'll be unoffendable. All right. So you need to be aware of what you're thinking and get those thoughts into handcuffs. Um, all right. All right. So that's our first, first verse up now. Does anyone have their Bibles? All right. Uh, find 2 Corinthians 10 verse 5. I've got it easy. I've got a bookmark. Does anyone have it? All right. Do you want to read it out? Yeah. That's right. We capture our rebellious thoughts and teach them to obey Christ. Don't tell, them to, don't tell your thoughts and your instincts to kill people. That's not a good thing. And then, <laughs> thank you, Carlos. Um, so I think the other most common um, thing that we tell ourselves, like one of the mo more common lies that the most... The time that we lie to ourselves the most is when we're scared. Um, now, when, when you're living in fear, there are a hundred lies you could tell yourself, but for every hundred lies, there are a thousand things that God tells you that are true, that are healing and life-giving and encouraging. So don't lie to yourself when you're scared. Like, if you're scared, then if you feel fear, you feel fear. Don't force false confidence down your throat. That... That is even worse, probably. There are plenty, plenty of verses um, about fear. And just tell you, remind yourself every, every single time you feel afraid, something that helps you, like you're not alone. God is with you. You are protected. You are his child who he loves, and he won't let you be put to shame. There are a million verses you could look up in the Bible. And over time, if you, find, if you tell yourselves these verses over and over again, you'll find that the fear will start to trickle away. <coughs> and if you, if you do tell yourselves these things over and, again, over and over again, you find that the neural pathways in your brain become stronger and stronger. And the old ones, the ones that, are, that say you're weak or you're not good enough, they'll just dissolve. That was the way we were designed. All right, the second one. Uh, who can find Philippians 4 verse 8 first? Do you want to read it out? Isn't that good? Yeah. All right, and now I've got another one. Um, all right, Romans 4, verse 17. It's in the easy-to-read version. Um, the God who gives life to the dead and speaks of things that don't yet exist as if they're real. Oops. When we are declaring good things, things that are... Um, verse 6, right? 
sorry. Oh, we are declaring things that are honorable and right and pure and lovely um, over ourselves in things that do not yet, they are things that do not yet exist when we're angry at someone or when we're living in fear. So even though you might not see it yet, and you probably won't feel it straight away either, declare that better truth into your life now, and then one day you'll look around and all that false neg negativity will have dissolved around you. Thank you. I think uh, it was a bit disappointing from Carlos the second time. Really had no distractions. He was too gone all the way. Should have just stayed there. Right, so I'm saying two names that are pretty closely, just like pretty close here. So I'm a little bit bejangered. I don't know the word. Right, so <laughs> um, <clears throat> have you become hot for God yet? So I believe what Josh says um, you are here to be released. Amen. That's what I wrote down. So you have a personal calling. Um, like Elijah. So just before he's taken up to heaven, he was still used to the last moment. So he was with Elisha and they were like traveling together, was like hopscotching together all the way down to um, Bethel. So he had a plan in the last days of his life and Elisha saw this and um, he wanted this and like, you know, they were together and. Stuff like that. I'm just looking for the Bible verse here. Okay, so Elisha had this. Oh, Elijah had this. Right. So, one Kings sixteen. Also, uh, also anoint Jedda. I don't know how to say the name. Son of Nimisha, king over Israel, and anoint what? Oh, uh, yeah. So, yeah, Joe, anoint Elisha, so the guy I'm talking about, son of Snapchat, it's, uh, <laughs> from Abel, Melo, Meloha, is that that movie? I don't know. To succeed you, to success, what? To replace you as a prophet. So, Elijah knew this, and Elisha was anointed, so I think, they both knew this. I couldn't really find it in the Bible, but I think that's what happened. I'm pretty sure that's what happened. <laughs> so, I think we should all I think we should all uh, follow the calling we have for our lives. Yeah, we all have a calling. Who agrees? That's what I said. So, think of the first person comes to your mind um, of of what was the word? Inspiration. <laughs> Mental blank. Think of the first person that comes to your mind with inspiration. Oh, that's right. I had a thing up there. So, first person that comes to your mind with inspiration um, would probably be Jesus. I don't know, maybe. So, King. <laughs> So Elisha was anointed and wanted to follow the inspiration he had in his life, which was Elijah. So who was your inspiration? Donald Trump? No. <laughs> so 
Who are you hanging around? Um, what? <laughs> He's inspiring a lot of people, which is quite not that good. <laughs> so, you are what you eat. <laughs> um, I think, sort of like that thing Josh says, uh, uh, you are who you hang around, pretty much. Oh, what's that, pastor? Pastor something? Yeah, show your friend, show your teacher. So, Here's one from Peter. Peter 1 Peter 2.21. So, to you, this you were called, become Christ. Man, I can't even read my own writing. There we go. For you were called to do good, even if it means suffering, just as Christ suffered for you. He is your example, and you must follow his steps. So, yeah, in my Bible it said, leaving you an example. So what example do you have to follow? What example do you have to, um, to look off of or to, to read? Like what examples are you looking at in the world? Like are you looking at Beyonce? Like as much as I like to, I can't be Beyonce, but you know. All the single ladies, put your hands up. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know about you, but I can't really do that. But I think uh, Jesus, he'd be the, probably the best, like I said before, the best example to look at, uh, look at. So, yeah. You have to be careful with what you think with who is a good example as well. So, Elisha, he, he was a prophet and he did really well and uh, he like cleansed water and stuff but there was a section in there, the story of Elisha, he um, was pretty rough I reckon but this is what it says. So, Elisha, right. 2 Kings 2, 23, 24. Ah, so, so, yeah, all right, cool. Then King Solomon made a vow before the Lord. This is not right. <laughs> okay, so, Elisha. Elisha was given the anointment from Elijah's, like he was a prophet. They're both prophets. Elijah. Oh, got it. <laughs> so Elijah left Jericho, went up to Bethel, and he was walking along the road with a group of boys from the town, began to start mocking him, making fun of him. Go away, baldy. Go away, baldy, they said. Elijah turned around, looked at them, and he cursed them in the name of the Lord, and a bear killed them all. Two bears killed them all. So he was, he was a prophet, powerful prophet, and he healed waters, but, you know, he was, yeah, don't make fun of him. So just be careful with um, who your examples are that you follow. Like, um, like Justin Bieber, do you follow, do you like Justin Bieber? Yeah, yeah. Another one. Um, so yeah, just with your examples know what they are, and um, don't have idols, I suppose, like, don't have false idols, don't have the, the huge, like, I don't know, maybe Snapchat, Facebook, MySpace, Insta, maybe footy, um, but there's a, way to, there's a way to make it work, and that's, you know, reading your Bible, praying, worshipping. And just to finish off, I've got um, two questions for you. Um, 
far away. You gonna write this down? Uh, no, just pull out your phone. You've got phones. Probably on Facebook right now. No, you know, I can see you. It was good. So I have two questions. Ask yourself, what example are you following? And uh, what example are you setting? I dropped it last time. 